wildest tweet of the week. Hey, all right, man. This one comes from at Sluppy. Nice. And it says, Jeff Bezos a better man than me because I'm having my secretary tweet screenshots of my bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. Bro, the accuracy is the thing. Bro, I want to tell you, do you know how little amount of bitches I'd get if somebody tweeted my bank statements, bro? Like, <laughs> everyone would be like, oh, I'm good on it. <laughs> I'm good on it's it. A, it's such a good point, bro, because to have that much money, Ooh. like, you know, what's funny, too, is, like, you see people holding the money phone. Can you imagine if Jeff Bezos held the Damn. money phone, bro? Dog. <laughs> like, he, I mean, I mean... Like, Nah, bro. His money phone would be like a money satellite. A mo- <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. That's crazy, bro. I don't, there's not a rubber band that would fit around nah, his money man. phone. Yo, how hard is that? Imagine being rich. That like, if he was a rapper, he he'd be like rubber band man. Who, bro? They don't make rubber bands enough to fit my <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can't wear any jeans because my knots don't fit and because the, and, and the bitches won't let me. <laughs> you know how you know how they have they have movies where it's like um like rich people that'll be like, oh, you know, like uh, I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to pay for the bill. Um, Jeffrey, bring yeah. me my card, will you? Yeah. Uh, I imagine he's like, he's like, hey, um, bring the duffel bag. Yeah, yeah, bring the bring the briefcase. <laughs> he's not even duffel bag boy. He's U-Haul boy. You, <laughs> you, you, whenever he's ready to pay for something, you just hear flatbed, <laughs> and he's like, "All the money that you need is in there, bro." So, hey, uh, hey, shorty, check this out. Take what you need, yeah. and just let me know afterwards. All right. Yo, he's got to be getting his dick sucked right he's, now. I, I the the thing is, bro. Imagine, um. Like you know how how people say like just throw it in the bag. Mm. Um, imagine that. Uh, imagine being on a date with Bezos, man, and this dude's like, "Yo, like you know, I want to take you shopping today. Like, what, like what do you want?" And uh, I want a company, like, man. I <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm getting there. Uh, like, yeah, you know, um, I think I want to go shop at Louis Vuitton today. Like, okay, let me make a couple phone calls, and then. He, he hands you like a little sheet of paper and you're like, what is this? And you're like, I just bought you Louis Vuitton. the Louis Vuitton storefront. <laughs> Congratulations. Congrats. You are Louis yeah, Vuitton. You are the owner. <laughs> you are now Louis Vuitton. I'm done. Now, now this is what I'm just going to call you. You're Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Let's get into this shit, man. It's the Bad Apple Podcast. Man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, yeah, it's yo. Orlando Breeze, man. I'm your boy JG, man. We back with another episode, man. Yes, man. Jeff Bezos' money, huh? Jeff Bezos' money, man. I don't even have like Jeff Bezos' ancestors' money, bro. Like I don't have I don't have Jeff Bezos' pesos, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Jeff Bezos' jacket he left in the closet ten years ago, and he put some money in the pocket money, bro. God damn, man. I have a question for you, bro. Yeah. How come everybody that is like the richest person in the world doesn't care about how they look? I, you know what? I don't I don't know. And because I think people just want power and money, bro. Like you could just be the ugliest dude. This goes back to the last episode, man. When I said dudes just do anything for money, but I forgot to leave out except make themselves more attractive. 
Like Jeff Bezos could have not started Amazon, started some uh, hair treatment, started working out hard. Like, you know what I mean? And he would have probably still did pretty good in his life, like women-wise. He would have been okay. Yeah. Just okay. But I don't know, man. I think he's playing it wrong, bro. If I was Jeff Bezos, man, I would have a – I'd have a train – I have a necklace, a chain that you would have to carry around on a forklift. (laughs) And I would just hire somebody to ride with me everywhere I go, bro. (laughs) That's so hard, man. If I was Jeff Bezos, I'd buy the Amazon rainforest and then i'd open a strip I mean, club called the amazon rainforest I where you going and you make it rain i feel like he probably has stock in it if that's possible yeah i don't know if that's possible can you get stock in he's the gotta get, landmarks he's gotta get all of the he's gotta get all the packaging like shit from somewhere he has to bro all the fucking boxes yo i seen this video of like an oil leak and it was basically saying like all the like paper straws and recycling you do could never outdo this shit yeah and it made me think like we're really just fucked, bro. Like, there's there's no going back. Like, yeah. unless every unless you got like eighty percent of people on board with a hundred percent recycle lifestyle, yeah. you might be able to put a dent in it. No, bro. we're fucked. But like, man, there's such big companies like Chevron, and I was just learning BP. too. The I guess Chevron had a big oil spill somewhere, and it got all the indigenous people there sick, like they're getting cancer and dying. And um, this dude, he decided to represent them, ended up winning. And then since Chevron owned like a bunch of lawyers, a bunch of judges and shit like that, he ended up being in jail for some reason. Like, I don't know the circumstances of why he's in jail, but like, he's like, yeah, bro, I won the case. And And like, they locked me up. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you know how big this is for like, he's like, if I won this, other people could win that. How long was he like gone for or what? Do you remember? No, I don't know. I don't remember. Plus I've been drinking. Yeah. I've been drinking. Of course. I have a problem. That's all good, man. Yeah, man. Shout outs to having drinking problems. So. Shout outs to having drinking problems, man. Yeah. Um I haven't drank all week, maybe that's why. Maybe I doubt it. Lo- yeah. <laughs> 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 doubt that you haven't drank all week. That is that's true. That's what I doubt. Fuck, dude. Fuck. Um, so we didn't drop an episode last week, man. The the, the every other week might be kind of hard. I'm not against that. Um shout out to all oh, our man. listeners, we, man. We deserve to give everybody a week every week. Yeah, it's just been up and down lately. And man. we just did a new pod studio, bro. We I did. cannot wait till we get some cameras in this bitch. Yeah, we uh, right now we've just been filming the wildest tweet, but uh, pretty soon, man. Like yeah. we'll, we'll start. Yeah, we'll man. Because it looks crazy in here, bro. It looks dope. Yeah, it looks crazy. But um, yo, I wanted to ask you how you feel about something, bro. So on TikTok, I've been seeing a lot of ladies bash dudes that just start podcasts. I don't know if you've been seeing it on your I TikTok. Have. Of course, I have. How do you feel about that? It's funny to me. It's funny to me because it's true. It's not only is it funny because it's true, but also it's funny because I feel like this is not that type of podcast. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the majority of guys like, uh, you know, like the Chads and the yeah. fucking and the fuck boys. Like, yes. Um, the the NFT guys, if you will. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my <laughs> they're, goodness. They're starting they're starting <laughs> podcasts so they could just go talk shit about uh women all the women yeah yeah or like all the pussy that they can't get yeah and like i talk about that too but the thing is i talk about it from my perspective where like i can't get the the thing is i genuinely try so hard to stay out of women's business you have to i try so hard bro. bro it's it's the same exact way that i wish that people would give me the courtesy of like like yo if you're white i don't expect you to come up to me and like start trying to like 
talk to me about like yeah. black issues. Right. Like, I don't you, expect like, you to come up. up to me and call me brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that reminds me. I have to tell you the funniest story. Oh, my story. goodness. Uh, I know this wasn't on the agenda, but this is hilarious. Yeah. Right, so, um, Lisa, my fiance, fiance. She, uh, she uses this um, she uses this app called Smule. Grinder. It Not Grinder. Oh, got it. It's called Smule. Smule is like a, it's like a, essentially like a karaoke app, but it's like a social media karaoke. That's kind of so, hard. So, like, uh, they post, like, songs for you to, like, sing, and then you can, like, sing one part, the other part, both parts. You can do, like, duets. So, like, if it's, like, an open duet, like, I can do part one and post it, and then, like, other people can do part two, and I can hear how, Yo, how other hard. people. Yeah. How did I not know about this? Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's yeah. pretty cool. Well, um, we're just, like, fucking around on there, man, yeah. and, like, just, you know, just making each other laugh and fucking doing karaoke. And... She's like, yo, uh, what song do you want to do? And I'm like, let's do something like vulgar. Oh. And she's like, all right. <laughs> Hell yeah, so that. she finds WAP. Oh, and I'm like, no. oh, that's a bet. So yeah. we do WAP, right? It's fucking hilarious. And then I go, yo. I go, is this is this sound trending? And she's like, yeah, well, like it's pretty popular in the yeah. app. So I'm like, okay. It's Black History Month. Let's oh. go. Let's go look up all the people that have done WAP. And I want you to click on all the profiles of avatars <laughs> that have white people <laughs> and see <laughs> see if anybody has said nigga on there. Oh, right. I, okay. And so I'll say this. It, there was not very many. <laughs> okay. Thank I, God. I did find a few. Oh. Most of them were like foreign. Like they were like either like from like Japan or like some of them were like... um like from Europe or like some of them were from like South America. There wasn't really yeah. anybody in the States. Thank doing God, it. Like everybody bro. would just be quiet. Can I, a- can I ask you, did you happen to see Joe Rogan? I <laughs> will get there. <laughs> Cause the funny part comes next. Okay. So I see this lady. She's like an older lady. She okay. looks like she's at like forties. Shout out Cougs. And, uh, She's got, like, you can choose to put just the audio or audio and video. Mm. So she had audio and video. So brave. I was like, oh, this should be good. This like, is brave. She's like a white lady. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Exactly what you think a 40-year-old white lady would look like. Like, that's what she looks like. I've been watching Gossip Girl, so all the 40-year-old ladies look banging. So <laughs> maybe, maybe, my, maybe my view is a little different. <laughs> so so uh, Elisa plays the video, and it gets to the part where she's about to say the N-word, right? And guess what she says? Brother, nah. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking, wait, wait, I was like, wait, line? what's the line? Oh man, hold up, let me let me look at it. Okay. It's a Cardi B line. She says something along the lines of like, uh, like, does it make sense? It, cause, cause, can I be honest with you, bro? Like, I don't say the n word in in when I'm singing like rap lyrics. Okay, but I'll replace it with like what I think they're going for. So I'll say like, like if it's kind of like derogatory, I'll say like hater. You know what I mean? Or if it's like, yo, this is my homie, also like player, yeah. or like partners, like so. Here's you know what, what I it mean? Says. Like, it's the, and the, you you're making it funny now, okay? Because the, <laughs> the line is, "Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge." No. <laughs> Beat it up, brother. Is it, could, there, could there be a funnier way for a, a, a white lady to sing to sing a line? <laughs> Beat it up, oh brother. Catch a charge. <laughs> and, bro, I was rolling. I was just dying laughing oh about it for, like, God. a good minute. Like, 
Yo, that's so funny, man. Because she could have said like, "Beat it up, play it, catch a charge." Like that. That to me, to me in my brain, that sounds better. But that's because I've been saying like I've been. It's hard because like whenever you sing songs, you're like, I don't want to say like even when I'm alone, I won't say it, bro. And I know back in the day, bro, when I was like 15, 16, I used to say it in raps. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not gonna say. (laughs) I'm not gonna get up here and flex, dog. But um. But yeah, man, that is so beat it up, brother. <laughs> yeah, beat it up, brother. Catch a charge. Can you imagine being in bed? Okay, so you're black, right? I think. Come and on, bro. Can you imagine? It's Black History Month. <laughs> you got to Put rap. some respect on my name. <laughs> can you imagine? Say you were in bed, right? I, I know this is hard for you because you have a fiance, but just put yourself in this position, bro. Okay. Say you're in bed and like you're with the shorty, and she's like, "Oh yeah, brother, like beat it up, brother. Like, how would you feel?" I would definitely voice to stop saying that. <laughs> I would definitely be like, yo, look. Would you almost just want her to say it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, just, you could just say my name. And say my name, say my name. Or like. When no one is around you, say, brother, I love come you. Come on, brother. <laughs> come on, brother. <laughs> Yo, uh, beat it up, brother. Catch a charge is so sick. That man. is so hard. I just um, want you to know that's the name of the title. But I want you to know, I want you to know beat that you, I'm not going to ignore that you had a fire segue. Oh yes, 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 into, yes, yes. into Joe Rogan. Yeah. So, so you saw Joe Rogan on the Smule app. Did you see Joe Rogan on the? Smule yeah, he app? said, "Beat it up, boop." <laughs> <laughs> he here's the thing, Joe wrote Joe Rogan wouldn't say "beat it up, bruh, brother." Yeah, he wouldn't say "beat it up, nigga." He would say beat it up nigger Mm. and see that that's not only a problem because it's black history month but that's a problem because people already don't like joe rogan (laughs) right (laughs) like like i feel like joe rogan might be like okay so like i know people don't get famous for walking tight ropes but i know we've all seen the video of the dude walking like the tight rope across like the grand canyon or something and like he is the audio version of that you know what I mean? He has been able to walk this tightrope of like being canceled and like just saying wild shit. And he always gets across and, I and he got across this time again. I don't know how, dude. I, I, I really wish I could say because like you know, I wish you, I could you, say you, it. You know what sucks? Is that what you're saying? You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know you, you know what sucks, man, is that like as a comic, he's like relatively funny. Yeah, I can agree with he's, that. I, he's yeah. done a pretty decent amount in both the podcast and the sports world, the, the TV sports world, world yeah. and the, 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 the comedic com- world, comedic world. Yeah. like as it pertains to like business and comedy business and podcasting, you know, but that, l- here, let me just yeah. play the clip. Okay. Let me just play it for okay, a minute, okay, Cause okay, I don't know. I don't know if people know what's going on. So basically <laughs> someone made a compilation for black history month of <laughs> for Black History Month of Joe so Rogan. Yo, Just, I, I can 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 you guys? Okay, trigger warning. Yeah, look, I I really want to blow this podcast up so someone can do one of these of me. I hope that this is not possible <laughs> to do of you, dog. It's not. It'd be shorter, but I, I it might be out there. Thankfully, I never said it in the battle raps, but <laughs> but it, but if you go on SoundCloud and you type in like featuring D Breeze. You might find something. Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> right, l- l- listen to this, man. So, so Scotty Beam put this together. Okay. Nigger. Oh, you 
already said oh. nigger. Uh, D is just like nigger. Dang nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger, but starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy a nigger. Okay, that's enough. Damn, bro. All right, so basically. YG could have just used that for his track, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, so. Obviously, I can speak on this for days, like as yeah. as a black dude. But like, for you, as like a non-black person, as a non-brother, as a non-brother, how do you it. how do how do you see? Like, do you think that there is margin for error on stuff like that? Like, do you think that something like that is? Because uh, like he okay because yeah. okay he came out with an apology. Right, and that's was what I was gonna like, say. Yeah, you guys are you know not understanding the context. You know, I, in many cases, I was you know, saying the word instead of substituting the N-word because I felt like it was appropriate with context. So, like, I guess just my question to you is, like, like, is that okay in any sense? I I mean, I I can't say it's okay or not, but it's not. Like, for me, okay, so... Well, I guess, like, okay, like, we we know it's not okay, but I guess I'm asking you because... I, I know it's not okay. Yeah, 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 I already yeah. know the answer. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to get is like a perspective from someone who's not black on like, because things like this happen in oh, our culture. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And then nothing happens to these people. Yes. Like, I don't believe that Joe Rogan, like, he's going to be fine. Yeah, of course you know? he is. Yeah. Even though cancel culture is like corny, like, he's going to be fine. He's yeah. still going to be able to sell out. You know, Arenas, like his comedy yeah. tours, he's still yeah. going to have a spot like narrating UFC. So, like, yeah. Like, you know, I, I will say this and I don't I don't want to like defend him or anything, but this is something that I wanted to bring up. You know, when we're talking about him being in the TV world, the podcast world, the sports world, like when you're in front of that many audiences, you have to be aware. This yeah. all comes down to awareness. Like me, I, you know, I grew up, you know, with a diverse group of friends. I right. went to diverse schools. Right. And like, you know, for for a while, I can admit that I did say it until I got to the age where I was aware, which was probably like 15 years old or right. maybe like maybe a little older. Right. Maybe when like 20, probably 22. was like, hey, bro, you, like, you should not say Yeah, that. 27 or something. And <laughs> <laughs> 27 last, last year. year. <laughs> no, but like you and, and were you just like you just you become aware that that's not OK. And and I, I guess. You know what I mean? And and it's not the responsibility of the people around you to tell you that it's not okay. Right. It's the responsibility of yourself to educate yourself that it's right. not okay. You know, like it never took you being like, hey, don't say that. It never took any of my other black friends being like, hey, don't say that. It never took like anyone in like on TV or media being like, hey, you should like Fat Joe shouldn't be saying this because he always says that and nobody checks him. But like, <laughs> that's another. Fucking, that's, a, that's a different story. Yeah. Like it never took that. It just always comes down to self-awareness and self-respect because I wouldn't want people to just like say spick around me. Right. I wouldn't want people to run around saying spick. I don't say it in raps because it doesn't sound cool. And they're like, <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I'm like, yo, that's my spick. We finna hit a lick. Come and touch my dick. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know. I could say that. Like now, if somebody said, and and I think what it is from white people is they don't really have that man. Like all of the derogatories towards white people, except Karen now, uh, are like they don't really hurt them. You know what I mean? Bro, it's, it makes me so happy that karen 
has the effect that it has today. So much weight. And and you know why? Because like finally people like you're like, yo, you're seeing like one just a you're seeing two percent yeah of how it feels when you say the n-word right when i say karen you know right, what i mean and right, like right, how right. triggering it is for you it's it's triggering for us like you know what i mean and it's or not us i guess but for y'all I nah, mean, go I'm, ahead brother yeah okay yeah for us man you know what i mean and like you know, <laughs> but yeah uh, no nah, man i don't know i mean okay so but what yeah do, it just what, comes what do you down to awareness for joe yeah uh, and he's just too big. They, so he's Spot- too big. Spotify took off. He's too big. Seventy plus episodes where they felt like he was using like maybe racial slurs and stuff like in his podcast episodes. Yeah. And he came out with the uh, apology. And so like now from here, like you think he loses any endorsements or anything, or you think it's all good? Nah, I think uh, you know what I mean. He just sweeps it under the rug and he apologizes like. It's kind of like when Shane Gillis had that uh, anti-Semitic thing. I think what I forget what he said, but uh, and then NBC was like, "Yo, we'll put you on SNL, but you have to come out with an apology." And he was like, "I'm not gonna do that." And he and he's actually pretty big now. Shane Gillis is he the comedian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually gonna think, go see him next. Month. I don't think it was. He's a white dude, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was actually anti-Semitic. Um, or what? What did he say? You know what? He has a podcast with his boy. He's yeah. also a comedian. Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. I right. love that podcast. Yeah, bro. man. Fuck. You, you would, especially yeah, being what I'm about to say. Yeah. Um, what it was is that uh, they were doing like this thing, and they were talking about like uh, going to Chinatown to get. Oh, sick. And he he like kept on saying noodles, but he was saying the L's as R's mm. the whole time. And see, like I, I think that. The, there's corporations that are way too big how they were kind of like if you just apologize we can move forward and he was like i'm not gonna fucking say what you want me to say and then yeah. he kind of went his own way yeah which you know what i mean you know whatever he wants to do but like joe rogan came out with a statement and i think i think corporations think that that sweeps it under the rug right you know what i mean because there's never really and been like a big outlash exactly and and that's because no one there's never been like a like a I don't know, a reaction big enough to warrant that, against, hey... Against white people, keep y- that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's never been a reaction big enough to, like, say, hey, don't do this. Like, nobody riots when somebody says it, you know what I mean? Like... Because I'm not, I'm not making, like, what Cosby or R. Kelly did, okay? Yeah. But, like, they got their ass out of here. Handed they home. got their ass the yes. fuck out of here, bro. Yes, and, and you remember, fuck, what's his name? Like, they, like, like erased them from Brody history type shit. But, um, like, there's so many instances of like white people doing the same shit as them or just slap on the wrist i think it just comes from historically there not being any backlash yeah um, you're, you're you're probably right man i mean yeah i don't know we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what what yeah. uh we'll see what happens yeah, I, I, mean, I, I i think corporations are just too big and they're just too ignorant too I, I didn't really you know like I said, I, I acknowledge that he's done a lot for like a couple of different like communities, like business wise, entertainment wise. But um, for me, it's not really that big a deal because like I never really fucked with him right too much to begin yeah. With, and so. and I think he's always kind of had I, that. I think he's kind of funny, you know. Yeah, but. I mean, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it just really comes down to awareness, bro. And um, you just you when you're in the public, I like starting this podcast, bro. I feel like I walk a lot of lines, bro. Oh, definitely. I tell you all the time. But I'm not going to come out here and say the N-word. Yet. Come on, bro. 
<laughs> once you're big enough, that's when you're once gonna. Once I'm big enough, we'll once you do know it. you're we'll not cancelable, we'll drop it. Dude. <laughs> once once Spotify is like, we're gonna give you two hundred million dollars. We're gonna this be exclusively on Spotify. I'll be like, yo, what's up? And then just drop it, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. But um, but yeah, I think uh, I think he's just too big, man. And it it, it would take something more than um, than like a slur to. To get him out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that, man. Well, I'll tell you who, um, I'll tell you somebody who, who did get out of here. Okay. Uh, two people who got out of here. Uh-oh. It's uh, Chris Brown and, and Drake. Damn, God bless uh, their heart. Everybody, everybody got them out of here after we found out that Riri's pregnant by ASAP. You know what's funny, man? It's like, I remember I came on here and I was like, bro, they dropped Yok- Yokohama Mama like 40 years ago and it was my favorite. And I've just been waiting for them to drop something collectively. Okay. And then they come out with... Um, uh, you got it, girl, girl. You got it. it, which is like my favorite. Song. And what's the other one that's on Drake's uh, Dark Lane demo tapes? Damn, I'm N- fucked up. No, nobody knows. It's um, not you two or something like that. I don't I, know. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, I think that the universe is basically like, look, we're just we're gonna do every. The universe is basically saying we're doing everything you we can to get Chris Brown and Drake to do a joint project together, and this is our last pull. I just think it's hard, bro, because. Chris Brown doesn't put his like emotions into uh like making music. He puts it into hitting women. Yes, yes. And that, that was my question <laughs> to you. That was, a, that was my question to you. So uh, my question to you was like sometimes if, when you're if, angry, if you, Drake, you, write, you write the best song of your life. Hundred This yeah, man yes. puts the hardest punch possible into In his, a woman. Yes. So if you're Chris Brown and you hear this news, who are you punching? Like, how big is this? Are you punching your mama? Come on, bro. Because I'll tell you right now, <laughs> if the girl of my dreams got pregnant by ASAP Rocky, my mom might be in danger, bro. Yo, you are she wilding might be in right danger, now, dude. bro. You're wild. I might got my go up here. Whoop, 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 whoop. You know what, what I do mean? You, what do you think? Uh, okay, so I guess I have a couple questions for this, man. Yeah. Okay, do you? What do you think this means for ASAP and Riri? Because uh, the very first and most important thing is, do you think that? Do you think they're gonna stay together? I hope so, man. I don't know. We've but seen we've seen celebrity is, couples have kids before and break up. I mean, look at Wiz and Amber Rose. Look, look at, at Ye and Kim. Yeah. I mean, like we we've seen this before. But like, what I like is that they're not out in the public. Like they don't their business isn't out there really. Okay, like you fair. know what I mean. Like, so you think that they fare well? I think they do, and I think that's what it takes. Do you think that? Do you think it's over for them musically? I hope not. And I hope ASAP doesn't drop a fucking uh, Chance the Rapper style album because I'll be really hurt. You know what's weird? I I don't see I don't see ASAP and Rihanna as like a marriage type. I don't see. I either. almost see them staying together for, like for a very long time and never getting married. And that's cool too. Yo, can I can I just say this? I mean, it might be a little like pedophilic of me, but um, is that a word? I don't know. It's about but to I'm, be. I'm, I'm 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 stre- You're stressing me out. How beautiful do you think this child is going to be? You got okay. the prettiest motherfucker alive and Rihanna, who's basically the, the most beautiful woman in the world. Man. Yeah, man. I mean, ASAP has a pretty, like, is, is ASAP pretty good one bone of the structure, most, is man. He, like, to me, he's one of the most attractive males I've ever seen. And style-wise. Now, I, I'm, you're not going to get me to say something like fuck, that. but fuck. But the thing, <laughs> but the thing I is. I tried, America. I, <laughs> uh 
I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's got, like, nice bone structure. And, like, so does Rihanna. I like she, that. She's an island gal. Like, I like that. They're, I, they're headed in a good direction for this child, man. Yeah, this baby's, this baby's going to be. You think it's a boy or girl? Ooh. Yo, I hope it's a girl just so ASAP is so sad. Oh, man. You think he'll be sad if it's a girl? Because let me tell you right now, all the biggest players I've ever known in my life, famous or not, if you're, like, a player... Like you, you know what I mean? You have a girl. It is regard. And then everything that runs through your mind is how you treated women your whole life. Yeah. So if you want to know if your whole life, if you've been a player or not, have a child. If it comes out a boy, the universe is like you've been good. If it's a girl, the universe is like you've been fucking. Up. Can I can I tell you something hilarious? Yeah. My dad has all girls except me. Exactly. <laughs> and you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out my pops, man. <laughs> so, shout out the biggest player that we know, dude. <laughs> this guy must be a G, bro. Like, nah, shout out Seagray. I know him. He's a player, man. I love Seagray. I love Seagray. Oh, um, shit, man. That's funny, man. Yeah, I think that's a universe way of saying, like, yo, dog, you've been out here. This, You, you know why this, this news upsets me, man? Because, like, Cause you thought this, you had a this is how self... No, absolutely not. Mm. No, man. What they said? This is... Absolutely not. Come on, man. Mm. This is why... I, See, this is going to be very selfish of me, man, but okay. I'm going to say it anyways. So, like, the thing that bothers me is the last thing that I heard about Rihanna making music is that her album was going to be a reggae-style album. Okay. And, like, Shout since, out Drake since I heard that news, the only things that I've heard are nothing but news about everything Rihanna-related not musically. And remember when I came on here and I said that's the fans' fault? Yeah. It is. It, it really Y'all is. Y'all keep buying the product, so she's like, why do I need yeah, to make bro, music? Y'all like, keep, fuck, yeah. man. It's like, Stop. It's like, man, like, it almost makes me like, man, like, I don't care about your kid, man. Give me that reggae. Yes, album. dude. Like, what the <laughs> you fuck, know bro? what I mean? I'm not trying to be an ass. Unless I you am. Finna let me that is an ass statement. Yeah. But, but I'm like, fuck, man. Like, bring... Bring me that album, yeah, bro. Nah, we need that album. Get, have your get get the kids off after you bring me this album. This is supposed to be probably like a classic album, and then you could, you know what I mean? Like, so I have a question for you, bro. And I know everybody's talking about how Drake feels, how Chris Brown feels, but nobody's talking about how Tyler, the creator, might feel because him and ASAP were like, <laughs> like gay. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like if you and Elisa had a baby. How I would I how I would feel? I'd feel hurt. I'd be like, that's supposed to be me. That's see, well, that's crazy. What did man. I text you last night at three o'clock in the morning? Let me read this text in okay. quotes. Okay. Cause listen, I don't know if you guys follow, but like Tyler and ASAP were always super close. They were like best friends. And you know when you're best friends, you just say like gay shit to each other, man. It's just like this. I just want you guys to read this text message or to hear this text message that I sent to Jesse. Because this is the level they were on. Okay, here we go. Three in the morning. This is what it says. We hadn't talked like all day or we talked earlier that day, but I didn't talk to you for hours. Saturday, February 5th, 2022, 2.38 a.m. Breeze. I know it's late, but I can't stop thinking of you and me together. <laughs> 2.45 a.m. JG. What in the fuck? <laughs> You see what I mean? And that's the level that ASAP and Tyler were on. And it's like, man, nobody's talking about Tyler, bro. 
I don't know, man. You know what, bro? Tyler, Ty, Tyler's going to be all right. Yeah. I get the impression that, that Tyler, the creator, can probably pull. He pulled ASAP. He's going to be all right. You think, you think Rihanna's like, I don't want you hanging out with your ex, Tyler? I don't know, man. You think Rihanna's toxic? I don't know, man. Or you think she's a pretty secure girl? It's hard, bro, because she's like the Jeff Bezos of girls. And I don't know, man. Look at Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I don't know. She she dropped the anti, bro. She might be pretty toxic. She might be toxic. You was just bro. another nigga on the hit list. Yeah, no. You were yeah. just another brother on the hit yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> brother on the hit list <laughs> yeah man i you know what i, I just uh, damn, on a serious bitch. note I, I hope well for them yeah yeah, yeah. i hope well Yo. for them I, I i i feel like it's just crazy business for uh two mega stars like yeah. of that caliber to get together and like yeah you know have children See, and, and 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 do the whole like how do you have like a regular life you don't man you have to go into hiding bro like look at beyonce and jay man i know man you just she, like this motherfucker cheated on her and she released lemonade and aired out all of the laundry. And that is the power of black women people. Yeah. Um, black History Month. Shout out Black History Month. Yo. Yo, and okay, so before I ask you this question, I, I've been like seeing like Netflix and Hulu and everyone get slandered for this. And I don't and this comes back to awareness, bro. It's like okay. you celebrate Black History Month and then you put shit like Twelve Years a Slave and and like I don't know what some other like roots and shit like that like and you're like oh celebrate black history month by watching this and it's like right. why would the fuck would i want to watch that right like it just i don't For awareness yeah i don't get it i don't get how there's not one person in these companies that's like maybe we do other movies no nah, but also but also movies. but also those movies are are important man because they're they're really important to our culture and they're really yeah um something that that like it's like you said, awareness. Like people yeah. need to make themselves aware. Maybe, maybe you do have a point. Maybe, maybe it's not for the black community. It's not. Yeah, okay, that's the okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it's it. about I get awareness. It. I get it now. I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I See? get it. Maybe you're onto something, bro. Um, so I know it's hard for you to touch into this, but like, if you're Drake, how do you feel about something like this, man? Because I can tell you right now. It's coming from somebody who's on around the clock medication, who has attachment issues. Can I tell you what I think Drake is like? Yeah. When it comes to women? Yeah. And I love Drake. I love him with all my heart, man. Same, same. He's he's the goat to me, but the way that I think Drake is with women is funny. I think Drake is probably the like dirty Mac King, number okay, one. Yeah. And oh, number I'm glad two, you brought up Dirty I think Mac. that I think that Drake is the type of nigga to probably the type of brother to probably. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I think that Drake is probably the type of brother to. <laughs> to no way. You, you know how like uh, like in high school you knew like these lame motherfuckers that you'd be like. Yo, you know, like I'm talking to Shorty, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, me and her talk. So yeah. you go confront Shorty. You're like, yo, yeah. like you didn't tell me you talked to this yeah. guy. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I gave him my Snapchat and we had a 30 second conversation. Bro, I, I that's mean, how I feel like Drake is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I feel like it's also to an extreme where where he takes it to heart. No matter what the level of the relationship is. So you think he's like, we shot this music video. I thought we were like, 
forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I think it's like. I like, want I you think, to know like, that's I think, exactly like, I think how that I him, like I, th- <laughs> like, I, like, I think that Drizzy and Re, they broke up. And then he was like, yo, party, I have this idea, man. Like, yeah. I'm going to lock you in this basement. And you're not coming out of that shit until you write me a hit. Party next door wrote work. And Drake said, okay. Rihanna, guess what I have for you? Here yeah. you go. She said, this is one of the greatest things that I've ever heard in my life. She recorded it. And Drake, in his mind, was like, okay, I just gave her a song. Things are going good. We shot this video. Like, she's my girl again. 100%. I think that that's how it felt. And I think that's how I operate. And then, like, she released Anti, and he was probably, like, heartbroken all over it. Yeah. I mean, I feel... I almost feel like Anti maybe came out so that she could tell him, like, yo, like... We're just, relax. like, yeah... <laughs> You're just like a guy. Another brother on the hit list. Another brother on the hit list. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's tough, man, because I know Drake is Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio, man. And, and what it comes down to is just entitlement. As a Scorpio, let me tell you right now, because I know you're not a Scorpio, bro. But as a Scorpio, it comes down to in sexual entitlement. Okay? Okay. Explain. I'm interested to hear this. So, like, for, I'll just give it from my, from my perspective, because I can't give it from Drizzy's perspective. Uh, let me open that beer for you. Okay. I'll hold Bet. it down real quick. So from from Drizzy's perspective or from your perspective and you think that you and Drizzy have a pretty similar uh outlook on this is what you're trying to tell me, right? Correct. Oh, I got it. Good look. Um yes. So from a Scorpio's point of view, bro, it's kind of like if you show me any sign that there is a possibility Give of me examples of signs. Um like we have a 30 second conversation or we went to a movie together or we like we caught eyes in the hallway or like, you know what I mean? I was behind you in the line at Target. Anything like that. It comes down to like, OK, like me and you are. So thing you're, now. So you're this you're, is mine. You're one of those. dudes, And see, this makes sense now. Yeah, you're one of those. Dude, and this is exactly how I think Drake is. I think right. that Drake is the type of nigga to what the type of brother to. Right. So you're at Target. And Target. you're you're like looking for something on the shelf and Shorty walks by and she's like, yo, um, you're, you're standing in the way. She's like, yo, yeah. s- excuse me. Um, I'm sorry. Can you can you hand me one of those right there? And he's like, oh, yeah, of course I can. My bad. And he picks it up and he hands it to her. And now he's like, yo, she's feeling me. It's my shorty for life. If I did that, I would call my mom and I'd be like, I'm at the shorty at Target. I like she's everything I ever thought she would be, man. She was getting the same fucking K, <laughs> K- pods that I put in my Keurig, and it's a you're match. Like, and, you're like, and we jumped in the same line. It's number eight, mom. How did how did she know eight. that that was my favorite number? Eight, eight, yo, oh my god. Okay, I know we're about to go on a tangent, yo. So back a, eight. a couple years ago, um, what, what I forget what song it is, but Drake's like, uh, she complaining how I'm late. Late. I ain't know we had a date. Date. Uh, 40 guy how about a lake Lake I ain't know we had a lake Lake And I forget what he says about eight. Oh I'm ta- I made millions in the past Talking maybe like eight Yeah And ever since Drake dropped that line Like me Jesse Shout out Cheech Shout out OB Like uh, Everybody was kind of like on this wave That eight is A the magic special number, number. It's yes. a very special number And there was a time where I was driving My dashboard read all eights in the mileage It literally on the mileage said 88,888 With all of these people in the car With yes. with Breeze, 
me, Cheech, OB, the only people that believe in yes. eight as much as this. Yes. And it read all eights. Yeah, bro. And that, like where we get in line at the store, not even thinking about it, eight. Or like something is like, oh, buy two for eight. Like everything was just eight, right? And um, like so. Everybody's heard of the Motel 6. Motel 8. We went to the, yeah, we went to the fucking, uh, we went to a hotel in Las Cruces. That read Super 8. Super 8. <laughs> I forget what the point of this was. What that you, 8 is a special number. But what what led us to this? It was because I was saying uh, that that would be your special shorty. Like if you got in line. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. And uh, my bad. I just forgot where we got it from. And, yo, this number was just haunting us everywhere we went. And it's it's magic, bro. It's still a magic number. It's still a magic number, bro. Eight is the magic number. Is this episode 50, by the way? This is episode 50. Let's Yo, we got to make go. some fucking noise for episode 50, man. Yo, um, real quick. Uh, God damn yeah, it. Man, you guys have fucking held it down, man, for 50 episodes. Yeah, man. Shout out to the... Uh, you know, the couple hundred listeners that we have, man, you guys are fucking amazing, bro. Yeah, you guys are you guys um, are killing it for us, man. And and please keep up the engagement. You guys are really helping us out. Yeah, man. And just te- like even if you if you if a hundred people listen to this podcast and everyone told one person, that's then we could reach eight eighty eight. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> once we get to eight hundred listeners, we're doing no more promo. That's it. I swear to you, bro, that's my dream. Yeah. To podcast in front of eight people. Eight people. <laughs> yo, I, I think I uh, yo, we've performed in front of eight people. <laughs> we performed in front of like a thousand people and eight people, bro. God damn it, man. Yeah, man. Um, all but, right, so uh, I have one more thing before we get into the segments, man. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, um, so being that you are the Scorpio that you are, mm-hmm. and you, you know, Scorpion King, you, shout out to the, uh, the same exact name? way that you are. How do I put this? The same way that you are how you are with yeah. women. Okay. Manipulative, the same, deceptive, lying. Th- that. Is the same way is the same way that I think that you're probably um petty. Oh with my women. God. You remember when because I, I know who you Diablo? Are. Oh, that's hilarious to Dude. me. So here's the thing, man. Um Ye has been petty to say the least yes yes he has. and i wanted to kind of touch on like a couple of his antics because i think that you've maybe gone through so let me tell you i mean similar. this is just one which one is funny because you're because you're not yay in this story right so th- th- this is this is one instance that goes through my mind about pettiness i i watched the movie uh devil okay and it's about people getting trapped in an elevator and one of them is the devil and people keep dying and i remember after i broke up with my ex I had posted on Facebook. Oh, I didn't know they made a movie about my ex, and it was a it was the movie Devil. Oh, that's yeah. so fucking funny. And man. like it's it's my life has just been nonstop like this. So, I'm gonna tell a story that is synonymous okay. with Breeze and Ye. Okay. So, genius. Uh, Kanye West. Some kind of reports came out because. Uh, him and Kim Kardashian are are getting a divorce. Shout out! They're I believe still going through it, right? Like the papers are not finalized yo, yet. It's like a long. Yo, it's got to be a long process for two a, people that there's famous. There's a there's a billboard that always just makes me cry, bro. And it says, 50 percent of marriages end in marriage." And I'm always like, "Man, nobody talks about that." <laughs> <laughs> It's the funniest 
shit I ever heard. There's another. There's another billboard. Is that a Christian billboard? I don't. It probably, I think it is. But there's another billboard too. I was telling my homie we were driving, and it said, "Um, it, it said it's time to talk about Alzheimer's." And I told my boy, I said, "How funny would it be if like two blocks up there was just another billboard that said the same thing?" <laughs> That's the funniest oh shit God, ever, man. Dude. Nah, but, but yes, okay. So, um, so yay, so yay, and and uh, and Kim are splitting up, like everybody knows. Yeah. Um, and yay, uh, excuse me, Kim is dating Pete Davidson. He's a funny guy. He's an ugly guy. Shout He's out, a shout guy. out the piece of the world. Shout out the me's of the world, dude. Shout out the, shout out the funny ugly guys of the world. Yes, yeah, baby. Us, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm bleeding on my finger. So, yay. Allegedly, mm. has been out and about spreading rumors that Pete Davidson has has the hiv. Let me tell you guys something, bro. And and I'm, I I know I've been waiting to come on here and tell this story, bro. So <laughs> so when you're a funny, ugly dude, man, like. Women, they like you sometimes. Like, and it can't even. It's. It, it, it doesn't even have to be like that, man. It doesn't even have to be in a romantic way. Because no, it's just like with people want to be friends with you. Yeah, way. people just want to be friends with you. Right. It's just that it's some people sometimes like you just have a magnetic personality. Yeah. So let me just either you got it or you don't. And that's what I always tell my boy. I'm like, some people got the sauce and some people don't, bro. Like that's that's all that it comes down to. So at my job, right? There's a shorty. She's cool, man. And like. Everybody at my work, I treat the same, bro. I'm constantly cracking jokes. I'm constantly like, like cracking on them. You know what I'm making fun of them. Like I just, I just, I, I am how I am on this podcast. How I am in real life. You know, like Malik said. And and there's this dude at my work. He's like, you know, 21 year, 22 years old. He's a young cat. Doesn't young know the world buck. yet. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, he doesn't know the way of the world yet. Well, I guess I made his crush laugh a little too hard. Okay. And he told everyone at my job that I have HIV. That way nobody would sleep with me. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. (laughs) And and everyone was like, bro, you got to beat this dude's ass. And I was like, look, man, there was a time in my life when I was hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People refer to Kanye West as a genius, right? Yeah. This dude's on to something. He might be on the something, bro. <laughs> he might be on the something, bro. And like, listen, like, it, it was so out of left field because me and him used to be so tight. We were like really good friends. And then I, I don't know, I guess one day, maybe she said something about me to him. I don't know. But like, it was it was never anything that Have was... Have you approached him about it? He approached me about it. And? He apologized. And? He said he's been feeling like shit. It's been eating at him nonstop. And he apologizes for it. And I was like, look, man, like, I've been hurt before. I never took it personal. You know what I mean? Like, there's other routes I could have taken. We're in a professional setting. I'm not going to do that, man. Like, now everybody just knows kind of what vibe you're on, bro. Let me let me tell you what you just did. Yeah. Because as a young buck, yeah, I would have punched him in his fucking mouth. I would oh, have been dude, like, a couple Yo, years fuck ago, you and I your apology. Body this dude, yeah. right? But as, as, a, as a grown man, yeah. as an adult with, like, more business to attend to, that hurts more. Yeah, exactly. that's almost like your parents telling you, like, "I'm disappointed." You're not grounded. Yeah, I'm just really I'm disappointed. Just really in disappointed you. in you. Yeah, and that's kind of what I did, man. And I was like, I just told him, I was like, "Look, man, like, I thought me and you were closer than that. I didn't think you would let a girl come between us." 
And you know what I mean? I, I was like, I, I appreciate you apologizing to me. I was like, I never took a personal. I was like, I've been in your position where I've been outmanned. Where like, you know, somebody came in and, and swooped, you know, somebody I liked up. I was like, but I've never reached the depths that you went to. You know what I mean? But what I did was I just told everybody, man. I told everybody, I said, look, I don't have like one to one. I said, I don't have HIV. I'll show you the test results right now. (laughs) 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 But I was like, you need to know what kind of guy this is. You know what I mean? You need to know who you're fucking with, who you're friends with. You know what I mean? Right. And what's unfortunate about that is he's not going to learn from it. He needs his ass whooped. So you think he's full of shit? He's full of shit. He needs his ass whooped. Man, back. I could name so many people that I know that need their ass whooped. Oh my goodness! So, oh my, so many. I think I think that if I if it in wasn't life, in a workplace setting, this guy would have. It would have been day one, bro. It would have been day one that I whooped his ass. But and I just like man, when I looked at him, I just saw. I didn't see any any animosity. I just saw fear in like like childish behavior and like sadness you know what i mean you know what i see (sighs) to me this looks like an episode of degrassi yes and i'm gonna be honest it doesn't look good for you you look like jimmy right now i'm in the wheelchair but (laughs) but jimmy had a pretty pretty good trajectory bro he's right now (laughs) (laughs) you might be going in a good direction then yes sir but i just see i just see old boy coming in and like you feel me yeah and that's what everyone told me. Everyone's like, yo, you need to be careful because this guy's probably going to shoot you. He's going to lab shoot you. He's going to come in and he's going to start blasting and you're the target. And and, and, and like, I don't know, none of that shit ever scared me. It's just like, I just couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe that the Dirty Mac was real. But, and fellas, let me tell this to you. The Dirty Mac is alive that, and well. Do you think that Dirty Mac, in, um, do you think it works? Never. It never works. You know what it does? It makes the other person more interested in you. You don't think that there's a world where Ye and Kim are back together because of his dirty macking? Nah, absolutely not, bro. I, I mean, I would love to get someone on this podcast to talk about when dirty macking work for them. Because we've, I mean, maybe not you. You're you're like a special circumstance, so I have to kind of tell this from my perspective. But Okay. But, like, when I was young, did I Dirty Mac a little bit? Of course I did. Never to this extreme. Oh, yeah. When I was young. Of course I yeah, Dirty yeah, Mac yeah, yeah. when I was young. And, like, when No, no. Not to this extreme. Yes. He said, That's lame. Yeah. And, like, sometimes maybe it does work. You know, maybe if you're like, nah, he's broke. He does this. He, like, you know what I mean? Like, like talking down on another man, you know, it works to childish women. Can I, can I tell it you the funniest way? It works to young girls, but it doesn't work to women. Can you I tell you the mean? funniest way that I Dirty Mac? Yeah. So... I remember I was good friends with this with this young lady. Okay. And her and I exchanged a conversation about the man that she was currently with and I I knew she I knew she, you know, yeah, kind of liked me, you of know course. what I mean? Who but doesn't? Obviously I she do. had a man. And so, um we were just having a casual conversation and I was telling her, you know, I have this and that going on and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the days are just getting really busy for me. It's hard to have a social life. And this young lady told me, you know, I, uh, I I understand, you know, I hardly get to see so-and-so anymore because just recently he tried out for the basketball team Mm. and like he made it sick. And I casually go, Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
That young lady's now my fiance. <laughs> see, 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 see how it worked whenever you were when whenever it was a she young was lady. Young? Yeah, when yeah, it was yeah. a young lady. But you can't do that to women, man. Women look at when when you do that as a man and you do that to a woman, she I'm telling you guys, all she sees is like fear and insecurity, bro. Like oh, yeah, man. dirty macking does not work, man. It, it, it trust me, bro. You know who's really good at dirty macking? Mm, who? Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump's a dirty Mac king, bro. <laughs> and, and you know what, bro? He does it so much that it might even just... Nah, because what's her name? Melania? She didn't even know this motherfucker's hand. Dirty Mac. <laughs> the dirty Macs do not win, bro. It don't work, bro. Dirty it Mac. And, yeah, player hating and dirty Mac and is not cool, man. People, and I'm not even going to say women, and I'm not going to you know, nothing like that, but I'm going to say people, they magnetize towards positivity, man. Like, if I was broke if i was living you know couch to couch and i was still uplifting the people around me more people would like me than if i was out here dirty macking and trying to and trying to bring Are them you sure? i think so because okay. i because i did hear i heard i hear donnie and donnie was saying that if you got money, they let you do whatever they want. You can even grab okay. by the pussy. Okay, <laughs> money's different. Let's take, let's take money out of the equation. Because, because listen, dirty... Okay, no, you bring up a good point. Dirty Mackin works Shout when you're Donnie, rich. Shut dirty fucking piece of shit. Dirty Mackin works when you're rich. Okay. Dirty Mackin does not work when you're broke. If you can't 10 times, like... Okay, let's say this. Say, like, Shorty's like, oh, yeah, me and my man went to Olive Garden. It was so nice. And so you're like, Olive Garden? What the fuck? If you can't back that up with Ruth's Chris or something like that, Oof. just let it ride. Let it ride. Oof. Okay, that's the only time that Dirty Mackin might work. But but also, Dirty Mackin is not... It's not a... I just... I really have to tell our younger audience out there, it is not the move, man. It's like, not. You don't want to lose not. friends. You don't want to... Man, like... Yeah, because you could dirty Mac in more than just like the the way of like a romantic relationship, man. And like that's lame. Yeah, look at our ex partner, bro. He was dirty Mac in the engineers oh and videographers, God, man. man. And look at him now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just dirty. It's bad. Yeah, dirty Mackin is not the move, guys. It's not um, the move, man. Uplift the people around you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you right now. If you're broke, you're living couch to couch. If you uplift the people around you, people are gonna be like, nah, he's a good guy, man. Hear me out. Yeah. I know that you're trying to like take the high road and be like yes. professional and whatever and yes. like all that lame shit, right? <laughs> yes. But but what would you say if I brought you an instrumental and I told you, hey, let's make a diss track on this guy and let's call it Return of the Dirty Mac? I think you might have just given me the best idea I've ever heard. I've oh my god, fire up the instrumental right now. I'm gonna freestyle. I'm gonna freestyle. I'm gonna freestyle. I'm gonna freestyle, bro. We're pulling this shit up right now. Oh my god. I need to hear this shit. Oh my god. Yo, I remember on our old homie I dropped a disc record and and I had one of the hardest opening lines that said, um, uh, it said, boy, you gassed up, you smoking broken glass, and that's like bad luck. And it's like a double entendre because it's like bad luck to broken glass, but like you're on meth if you think meth. you're harder than me. Oh my god, you yeah, know that's crazy. Mean? You're tripping. Yeah. All right, let's hear it, man. All right, hold on. Because listen, I, I promise you, man, this shit's about to be available wherever you get your music. <laughs> let's hear it, man. Oh my goodness, of course. New you Breeze, New Orlando Breeze, Orlando. It's not Orlando Bloom, it's Orlando Breeze. Hey, but we I'm still here. wavy like the pirates, man. 2022 shit. Hey, look, hey, yeah, yeah. hey, yeah. 
Hey, yeah, uh, Orlando, yeah, look, Mr. Make Your Life Better, let's go, look, say you mad at the jokes that I give, so you run around saying I got hit, <laughs> but I'm still macking all these dirty bitches, you just dirty macking with your lips, look, hey. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, and one. Hey. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J- <laughs> it's your boy JG. I don't know why I felt the need to count us in. I don't know, man, but you got me hyped up, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yo, um, uh, we're back in this bitch, baby. Uh, yeah, we're back. Let's jump into this segment. So we have some good shit for you guys this week. We're gonna be doing ripest picks. Yeah, we're gonna be doing you're the worm, and yeah. we're gonna be doing spoil the bunch. Yeah. So, uh, ripest picks, man. Um. Yo, let's preface the ripest picks with with that in about four days. Yeah, oh we're my going. God. On, we're going on a little vacation, man. Yeah, dude, I didn't realize it was that close. I got a yeah. pack and shit. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, we're gonna go see Bad Bunny. Um, Bad Bunny, Bunny yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, El gonna, conejo malo. <laughs> we're gonna go see him in El Paso, man. We're gonna be out there for like four days. That's just gonna be crazy, man. Shout yeah. out to my fucking fiance, man. This is the craziest shit she ever yeah. did. Uh, and shout out to Breeze, my shout fiance, out. and. Uh, and Edwin, Edwin is uh, Joe's fiance. Um, <laughs> they got together, and for Joe and I's birthday in the summertime, yeah, um, they got all of our closest friends together and, and got everybody to kind of donate into the pot, and, which I appreciate you yeah. for so much, bro. Um, no donate into a pot to get us some really fucking expensive Bad Bunny tickets because yes. he's coming to El Paso. Yeah, I wasn't um, supposed to go until about three days ago. Yeah, man. Uh, Breeze came up on some surprise money, pretty yeah, much, yeah. man. He's selling drugs. Yes. Breeze came up on some <laughs> surprise money, pretty much. And uh, I was like, yo, bro, this, nope. there's still an extra ticket here, man. Do you want to go? Like, you just owe so-and-so, uh, you know, X amount of dollars. And he was like, actually, I can swing that, man. Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we're so we're going, man. Um, yes. I'm excited. Me too, man. Um, Bad Bunny is Bad a Bunny, super man. good performer. Like every video I've ever seen of him, yes. he's just a an, a, a, an, a really good personality. He's probably honestly, it's between him and Drake for like the most popular musician on the planet right now. A hundred percent. And bro, I... and it's it's probably Bad Bunny because Spanish music is like a little bit more sought out throughout yeah. the whole world. Yeah. It's it's gonna be such a blast, bro. We're gonna I'm be out excited, there a couple man. of days, man. I cannot wait. I need this. You know what like is exciting about concerts that I really enjoy or like concerts of artists I really enjoy is like I want to enjoy it, but I just know that I'm going to black out. 100%. Yeah, I think whenever you convince me to buy Kendrick Lamar tickets. Oh, yeah, man. Yo, let me, this is yo, a funny let story. Me, okay, here's a <laughs> yeah, history. So, Breeze has a history of me convincing him to buy overpriced tickets. 100%. And then he goes and he has an amazing time. That's why this was real. Yes. I meant to tell you that earlier this week. That is funny, bro. It, it, we should have known this all. Because I paid thirty five for my Kendrick ticket, I and you I've... paid one thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you had the funnest time. <laughs> this is what happened with Kendrick. So he was coming. I didn't buy tickets. Jesse and everybody had tickets, and um, 
I remember I was laying on my bed, like dead asleep, and he comes in and he knocks on my door and he's like, bro, if you don't go to Kendrick, you're just never going to see him live in your life. Like, this is your one chance to go see him live. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I bought the ticket. <laughs> was I wrong, though? Because has wrong. he dropped music no, since? No, he has not. Dude. <laughs> so I go there. I black out, dude. I have like the greatest time of my fucking life, man. Uh, I barely remember the concert, but it was so fucking fun. So I'm excited to do that again. If I got to kill a pussy ass nigga, I'm going to make it look sexy. So you have to what? Kill a pussy ass brother. I'm going to make it look <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um so um Damn it, dude. so basically uh yeah in, so for ripest in, pick, in spite yeah. of that uh with the ripest picks we're gonna go with our top three concerts that we've ever attended yeah um the rules for this one are pretty loose man yeah it doesn't have to be like because of the performance it could just be because of the artist because of like whatever yeah so you go first um so for me my Pi- top are we do wait let's do ping pong pyramid okay um i'll start off with uh with my number three Okay. Yeah, Ping Pong Pyramid. So I, I guess my number three would be when I went and saw uh, Lil Wayne a long, long time ago, and he brought out Drake as a surprise guest. I'm interested guest. to hear your two and one, because how the fuck is Wayne <laughs> and Drake your number three? <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Side uh, note, uh, I still have to stab you and Aiden up for that. I'm, I'm down for that. Um, <laughs> it, it was so fun, because I didn't know I was going to see Drake. And this is before I Drake was Drake. Right. So this is when Drake was just like, he, he didn't have, I think he might have put out like his first mixtape, um, not Comeback Season, but um, not Heartbreak Drake. There's like another one. Actually, um, it might have been Heartbreak Drake. Whatever his first, first ever mixtape was. It's called, uh, it is I, Comeback Season. Is it Comeback Season? I think it is okay, comeback maybe season. it is, yeah. And so like, but he wasn't, he, he wasn't Drake. No, uh, Room for Improvement. Room, room, for, room for Improvement. Yeah, so he had just like dropped that. So he wasn't nobody, really. Yeah. And, um, you know. He had uh, Still Fly. I'm Still Fly. fly. I'm, I'm Sky. I dare anybody to try and cut my wings. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. And um, so I, we're like, we're just going to go see Lil Wayne. Like, seeing Lil Wayne is crazy. He's the GOAT. Of course, he's you know the what GOAT. Mean? And he brings out Drake. He's like, yo, can I bring out my partner Drizzy Drake to sing the hook on this? And then and then it was like, ah, you know what I mean? Like whatever Wayne says. And he comes out and he's like, um, how does Mrs. Officer go? Um Yeah. Like a cop car. Yeah. Uh, bro, so he just came out and he started singing that and then Wayne spit his verse and I was when like I get up all and then yeah, and we can see the sunrise before us. When I'm in that thing, I'm in that saying, I'm in Yeah. So Drake came out and did that and everyone was like, Yeah, what the fuck? This is hard. And that's like all Drake did. And then he's like, Ah right, yeah, that was Drizzy Drake. Like Drizzy Drake wasn't nobody. And then like you know, it was a great concert, but as the years followed and Drake blew up, I was like, I saw Drake do nothing. Like, that's when crazy. He was a baby boy. Like, that's it, was, crazy. it was wild, man. That is insanely yeah, yeah, yeah. So fire. I loved that concert, man. It was so fun. And it was Lil Wayne. I got to see it with Aiden. That was like, you know, peak Aiden. Right. And um, that's fire, man. Yeah, it was, it was a great time. You know what? And at that time, we, we did. So Drizzy came out and he might have not performed very much, but. We knew who he was. Yes, yes, but, yes. Like yes. we knew, but he still was nothing. Yeah, but we knew. We knew. That's why when he came out, I was like, oh he my had God. like all of the mixtape series too. Like yeah. you know, he had like you know had done like Barry Bonds and like yeah. all that shit. Like I, that. I think like, that's whenever I was in love with that song. Um, 
What if I kissed you right now? How would you explain it? Yeah. Would it bring us any closer? Yeah. Take a weight off of our shoulders. Can I take me? I'm gonna tell the listeners a a hilarious thing. Um, that song when we were young men got us so much play. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine just texting somebody every single word to that song. Uh, text if you're listening to this right now. Pull your phone out. Look up "What If I Kissed You Right Now" line by line. Yeah. Just te- no matter what the response is, line by line. Just text, just to, to text just, or uh, send us a screen recording yeah. of it or a screenshot. You, you know what? Where that would work? Can you imagine if you were dancing with Shorty at the club and like you've danced more than one song? So you're and like, you oh, go, she, "What if I kissed you?" Right yeah, now? she's like, "Oh, she might be feeling me," and you just whisper in your ear, "Like, what if I kissed you right now?" I mean, you might as well just, you might as well put the condom on. It's then. done. Yeah, it's I don't that. wear condoms, but you might. You know what I get. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's a wrap, dude. Man, fuck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wear condoms. Don't I'm wear not gonna condoms. let you get that off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So for me, uh, my number three, yeah, is Ariana Grande, man. I can't believe that. Uh, man, look how Wayne and, and Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, our number three. Yeah. Uh, so it was after her. I want to say second album. What's her second album? Her second album is, is uh, it's called Honey. Or it's called a uh, Moonlight something or something. I can't yeah, remember I what it's called. It's called. Uh, uh, pff, fuck, I feel like a fucking fake fan now. <laughs> um, but it was Looking after up. her second album, um, and she performed a lot of the stuff off of the first and second album. Hard and uh, man. That's when I realized how good of a performer she was. So so my fiance and I, we were going to NMSU and she basically went to El Paso. It wasn't a super huge venue. Um, I mean, she was famous. It had to be like, Sweetener. It wasn't Sweetener. No, no, no. My it Everything? Was a, I think it was My Everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it a black album cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It was My okay. Everything. So she, she, um, we went to El Paso. It wasn't a super huge venue and... She is such a fucking good performer, bro. Like from the dancing to the visuals to the um oh my gosh, man, her her band, her band, her live band is insanely good, man. And they had put out like behind the scenes footage of them rehearsing for like certain songs, so I kind of had a, a, a an idea of like what to expect. Yeah. But I'm not even going to lie, bro, like I was I was like tearing up like at some of the Hell music yeah, like dude. how good they were performing it man Damn. like it was really good shit and to top that off um, Prince Royce came out to open for her see that's so why I wish fire. would open for Bad Bunny yeah I know man Fuck. Royce would be so cool Royce is such a he's such a dog man he's so dope man. but uh but yeah man it was a really fucking cool um concert so. I, I really enjoyed myself, and that's that's my number three, man. That's dope, man. I like that. I wish I could see. Ariana and it, it was kind of the same too. thing because it was like she's not the Ariana Grande she is now. now yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, as time has gone, I'm like, yo, I saw, I saw her, her fucking perform. Yeah, that's like, nuts. Like on the seeing people on the come up, man. And I've seen so many. Let people. me put it like this: since it was in El Paso, and El Paso so close to the border, El Paso, Texas, um, there were more people there in attendance for Prince Royce than there was 100%. for her. Like yeah, the building yeah, yeah. kind of started emptying out a little, like it wasn't empty, yeah. but you could tell people were kind of leaving. Cause they're like, all right, like I was just here for Royce. And then they left. That's crazy. Yeah. man. You know, what's crazy is I, uh, he's not on this list, but this is somebody that I kind of saw that happen to is Wiz Khalifa. I was like a fan of his since Prince of the city. Like oh, when he goodness. was doing nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
like on Rodstrom Records and um so like I would see him perform at the smallest venues for a yeah. couple hundred people and the last time I saw him was at the pavilion like sold That's out so and crazy. like it's so crazy to be like, dude, I saw you when you were figuring it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's nuts. And like, that's like, just still awesome. didn't necessarily have like your own sound and shit. Yeah. Like, like you were just out here just trying. That's nuts. And it worked. You know what I mean? Like, that's hard. That's um, so fire to me. My second, uh, my second on this list is I saw Red Man and Method Man twice, but I went and saw them with my mom one time. And like, you would think that sounds lame. Nah. The most inspiring concert I've ever been to in my life. It inspired me, like, every time I think of me and you, something different, I think of Red and Meth. Every time I touch stage, I think of Red and Meth's interactions. And, and that, that performance alone has shaped me as a, perf- in a performing sense, yeah. 100%. Yo, Red Men and Method Men, I've, I've heard this not only from you, but from, yeah. like, a lot of people, that they are probably the best performers in hip-hop. And, the and, chemistry and it's crazy is crazy. Because, the chemistry. You, you would think that, like listening to like boom bap like hip-hop how like what can you really do right like there's not very much choreography to be done like you can't have background dancers and shit but like i've just heard that they are fucking entertainers kill it bro and ever since then it just made me realize how as long as you have the right chemistry and you love what you're doing yeah you're gonna pull people in that's it you know what i mean and and it's just every time that i've seen them has been amazing but more specifically when i went and saw them first with my mother it was just it was crazy, man. I, I best, one of the best experiences of my life. You know life. what's crazy is that you and I, a, a testament to the chemistry that you're speaking of right now, yeah, is also included in the list that I see in front of me because, you know, yours was Drake and Wayne, and it yeah. was like you got to see them both before they are what they are today. Yeah. Mine was Ariana Grande. I got to see her before she was what she is today. Then you had Red Man and Method Man, and it was because it was inspiring. They love what they do, and you know they might not be like the goats, but yeah. they're amazing they're great and performers and you went with your mother okay so my next one my number two is tech nine that's so weird and i went with my father <laughs> so weird. i went with my pops man we shout out to my pops shout we out seen to tech C. Nine, Gray. i love and C. Gray. I, I can't make this up man he is probably the best performer that i've ever seen in my entire life that's crazy i've never been to a tech nine concert always wanted to go so he, so the show that I saw him and Chris Calico put on, Chris Calico's crazy, was like, man. oh my gosh, man! It's just exactly like you said, like with the chemistry and just watching them work the stage, work the crowd. It's because Tech Nine doesn't care how big he gets; he cares about his fans and he loves what he does. And it's the same essence of. And like, I'll say this too: he has a cult following here. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. He has a cult following here in Albuquerque. So, so like. It was one of those things where it was just like, God damn, man, like I aspire to be like that on stage, like to have that kind of crowd control, to have that kind of demand of attention over the room. And like, bro, him, like I didn't realize quite how many hits this dude had until he was like 40, 50 songs in and I knew the words to like most yeah, of them. And, and I was like, hold like, up, dude. Yo, wait. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tech like, Nine is and that traditionally, dude, I don't really listen to music like that, man. Yeah, but that's something either. that like my dad and I have always shared. It was like Tech that's Nine. Dope. Like he, he, he's really dope. He makes really good music, man. So Tech, that's my number two, man. I respect that, bro. And yeah. that is kind of weird that our list is like that. Yeah. Um, Number one for me, it was so hard to not put somebody like Slipknot on here, to put somebody like Chris Brown on here, like to put somebody like Wiz Khalifa on here. You condone hitting women? 
I mean, let's, I mean, we didn't get this far in civilization without it. Um, but my, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm that was before you knew, right? That was before yeah, I knew. Before you yeah, knew. it was when I saw Chris You wouldn't Brown. go today, would you? Ooh. I didn't think so. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did just see him with Tiger. <laughs> like, so, oh, no, I was probably a freshman in high school. That yeah. was a long time ago. That's fair. But um, so my number one on this list, man, and if you know me, you know I'm not just like, Picking at low hanging fruit here, of course. You're picking at a low hanging bad apple here, okay. But Let's see what you did. Yeah, it's Mac Miller, oh. and because when I saw him, he had just put out Kids, so he wasn't watching movies with the sound off. He wasn't like faces. He wasn't swimming. He wasn't circles. You know, Mac Miller. He was, he was a kid. Yeah, like I was a kid. Yeah, and you know what I mean. I just remember me and um. OB going to that concert and just dressing the exact same as Mac Miller. Yeah. And and then looking around in the crowd and being like, why does everyone here look like Mac Miller? <laughs> why is everyone here's hat backwards? Hat my hat backwards. backwards is my hat's backwards right now. Of course. You know what I mean? It's like, why is everyone here wearing a backpack? Why is everyone in here sagging their skinny jeans? It's like everyone just look like Mac Miller, man. Yeah, and man. um Fuck, and like rest his soul. that that kids mixtape is so crazy, man. Uh, cool and a frozen pizza. Yeah, so man. working on I ain't talking Mona Lisa. Like all of those jams, man. Nike's on my feet Donald make Trump the Bro like All that shit This was before Donald Trump This was before Old Was Wade. it? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And um, man like I just Like as much as Red and Meth Shaped me on stage Mac Miller shaped me on stage And I just remember him Being like Yo do you mind If I take a minute To just play my favorite songs And vibe out with y'all And everyone was like Ah and like he just played like you know like DMX like Snoop Dogg just like so many like such a broad horizon of music and was just out in the crowd just vibing with us and it felt like you're at a house party and it was like I'm partying with Mac Miller man like this is so cool yeah and then afterwards I got to meet Mac Miller man I got to I get an autographed t-shirt for Mac Miller you know what I mean he's like yo what's up Dom like it was just that experience I, I don't think I'll ever forget, man. And I know ever. I talk about it all the time. And nah, but that's he, close like, yeah, like, to your heart. Like, God rest Mac Miller, man. But just seeing him before he was Mac Miller, once you know what I mean? Once you see yeah. him before he was this guy and just... I would just look at him and I would just see me. Yeah. And it's I think that's what every performer kind of strives for. You know, I mean, after the... And, you know, when you put fame aside, when you put money aside, you just kind of want to connect to people that feel like you and you want to just be like look man like i know i get it yeah i'm here right i smoke weed i skip class yeah i drink yeah i'm here like that's the that that and that has to be like the root of it because like the art the art doesn't mean as much like without that and not at all and that's like, like the that's the heart and soul of the art yeah like when i die play mac miller at my funeral bro Sheesh, like man. you know what i mean like it is just something that I'll hold so close to my heart, man. And I'll never forget the day when he passed, bro. I was so fucking devastated. And it's just, I just, man, if I could meet Mac Miller again, I would just tell him, like, I haven't made it, but I also haven't gave up because of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel that. And that's I, beautiful. And I think that that's, I think that's what everyone should aspire to do. I live my life by one saying. And it's a saying that I made up. I never heard anybody okay. say it. That was the first time I'm saying it. And it's learn from your past, love your present, and inspire the future. 
and that is just that's I fuck some, with that. That's something that I I always. Yo, are you smoking right now? I have high. I haven't smoked in weeks because I applied for a new job. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. I, I I really think that it's important to learn the people of your past, love the people of your present, and inspire the people of the future. And Mac Miller, he did. He he just all three. Yeah, he and was for that, he was that for me. Yeah, he's goaded forever. Man. You know what I mean. And and just if you're listening to this, I that's how I live my life, and I think that's if someone were to ask me on my deathbed what's the meaning of life meaning of life i would say it would be to learn love and inspire that's all yeah i love that man and yes yeah. uh, and I, I i completely agree with you like um especially like as an entertainer you you look at another entertainer who whom you you may aspire to be like and like just seeing them you know work a crowd or you know do um whatever it is that they do on stage and seeing like that special kind of moment. Yeah. Man, it just really puts some kind of fucking yeah. fire. In I hope everyone who is in that crowd feels the same way, which is exactly why this list gets even crazier. Right. Because my story is not about someone who has since passed, but about someone who like did something similar yeah and that's j cole man and I, and i know that that's j cole for you yeah which is man. crazy man j. this cole, list is so it's not crazy it's, man this is a testament to breeze and i's chemistry yeah. literally thought the exact same fucking kind of list for this segment. we that's didn't so even talk about it prior at all um the thing is so for cole the way that i kind of looked at it uh i, I was to at see this him. concert too you, you did go i yeah. got to see him perform 2014 forest hills drive it was insane he's such a good performer like his stage setup was crazy yeah he's not necessarily like the best like energy and he's not jumping all over the place and doing like backflips like chris brown he also doesn't hit women like chris brown but damn let's talk about he it. does <laughs> <laughs> but he he let's get buddy. his set design um, like the kind of effort that he puts into connecting with the crowd, like on a personal level. Crazy. And then not only that, but I think it also. Especially like, for your eyes only. For your eyes only. Yeah. The reason why I'll never forget this concert is because <laughs> it, was, it was 2014 FHD. And 2014 Force Hills Drive is largely about. Like. Like his upbringing. Transitioning right? through life. Yeah. And understanding that you're not going to really get the things that you want out of life if you're not living presently. Right. You know, like, love yours. Right. Adolescence. Yes. Like, he's 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 rapping about, like, yo, like, I see my homie had money. I told him, put me on. Like, I'm trying to sell drugs, too. And my homie was like, no, you're smart. You have a nice family that looks after you. Stop <laughs> being a fucking idiot. Like, I'm not going to help you to sell drugs. Um, love yours. He's talking about like, you know, always going to be a, always going to be a house that's bigger than the one you got, but like, you're never going to be happy till you love yours. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, and that's facts in, man. In, in part that has really saved me in a lot of ways from like a lot of negative thoughts and like a lot of, uh, a lot of times where things get really tough, where I face adversity and I'm like ready to give up it, even like in an entertainment man, like, yeah. You sometimes hit a point where you're like, damn, man, is this shit for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Always. Because it's it's easy to compare yourself to a Mac Miller. It's yeah. easy to compare yourself to a J. Cole. It's easy to, you know, to be like, damn, man, like when Drake was 25, he was sitting on 25 mil. Like, here I am 
twenty six years old, like I'm fucking sitting on twenty five dollars. Yeah, you know, <laughs> facts. You know what I mean? But facts. like all the way back to the wildest tweet. Right. Facts, dude. <laughs> but like, but like, when you genuinely put into perspective, like, okay, but it's not about all of that extra shit. Like, it's about, like you said, do you genuinely enjoy this? Do you yeah. genuinely look to inspire the next person? Yeah. Then that's whenever your best work comes out, man. Hundred percent. You know what I mean. Yes. That's when the best work yeah. comes out of it. And so, like, I just I can't I can't look at that concert any other way because that album is yeah. so close to my heart. Like I, I feel for that, that reason, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I feel that, man. And you know what's crazy about negative thoughts? I know this is going to be a wild tangent, bro. But I I learned this in therapy, and anytime I think something that might help somebody, I always got to share it. But I learned that you can't stop the negative thoughts, but you can watch them go by. Right. You know what I mean? So what I learned is dissociate yourself from those negative thoughts and watch them go by, you know, acknowledge them and let them leave. You know what I mean? And 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 I think you can't like love yours or be present without doing something without like that. that. Yeah. yeah. You really can't. You know what I mean? And 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 you'll never be yourself without doing that. Right. You know no, what I mean? I, so I, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Um, and if you're a performer, man, this is what performances can do for people. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. And this is why every time I touch stage, we touch stage. I try to do the same thing. I, I've never gone out there and half-assed that ever. Which, it doesn't matter if yeah. we, at which we have performed in front of three people. Three people. We've we performed, performed in front of three thousand people. Yeah. So. And 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 you have to have that same yeah. fire no matter what. Yeah. And like, it brings me to the next segment. If you were to be able to set up your dream performance some different, how would you want it to look? God damn, man. Welcome to You're the Worm. You're the Worm. You're Bad Bunny or somebody, and you're having an arena tour. What do you want the stage to look like? God damn, man. So for me... After taking into all these concerts we just talked about into, into mind, how would you want to come across? I feel like what... Like what something different is about and has always been about is um is really poetic, man. In a lot of ways, something different represents like inclusivity, inclusivity, and yeah. not being put inside of a box, right? So I think that we would need to find a way. For me, I would need to find a way that like the set design changes. Hundred percent. I'm right. Like I'm maybe right on three or four times. I'm right. Right there with you, bro. You know I know I mean? we're supposed to answer this separately, but I think we're gonna do this together. Yeah, like I think, uh, like okay, like um, we obviously have a lot of music that is unreleased, but yeah, if I take a look into the music that is out right now, yeah, we have, we have selfish me, selfish me. We have um, uh, heart shaped mistakes, heart shaped mistakes, and uh, what's the Halloween style? One? And we have um, when it's late, when it's late. And so for me, like, let's just say we just performed that catalog and did yeah. like a 30 minute performance. Yeah. Like, I would love to see the set design change every three songs 100%. With, with the different EP sets. It has to. So like for, for, for like, you know, you start with Selfish Me and like, I could almost see it set up like restaurant style. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? With like, where like there, there's women doing choreography, but they're set up like a woman that's on a date. Yeah. 
you know? I like that. And then you perform and you've got like waiters and wait, wait staff like doing yeah. choreography around that and setting the tables around them and shit. Okay, when it's late comes, it's got to change. Now yes. it's foggy. Yeah, now like the moonlight's out. Yeah, cemetery. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then again, like the set changes and it and it's, you know, for, um, for, uh, for for the next EP and I I just think that that's kind of like what something different and then heart shaped mistakes would be about exchange to like a bedroom yeah or something real sexy you know yeah, what I mean exactly and and that's what I would want too because my whole thing is like I see all of you I see all of you you know what I mean I see all of you and I have experienced what you've gone through what right. you've gone through what you've gone through and even if I haven't experienced it all. We've all shared some part of this story together. In some way. Yes. Whether that be heartbreak, whether that be triumph, whether that be grief, whether that be like anything. We've all had these little and I think the point of some different is kind of like, hey man, let's let's celebrate this together. And um I, I think you're right, bro. I think it would just have to be so big. I'm yeah, I'm right there with you, bro. I and um and to that point too, man, it's like, it's like, I, I think I, I see like, be, because I've seen how other people have inspired me on stage, I don't even have to f- think twice about how I would immediately want to yeah. inspire other people on like while I'm on stage. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like it's like easy. Yeah. Like, it's like, like give, give me like the, the budget for it. And like, let's put it yeah. in motion. And like, I'm not even thinking about the stage setup. I'm thinking about the in between the set conversation yeah. that I'd have. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And just be like, look, man, Hey, like all the players out there, I see you. I've been through the heartbreak. I've been through getting the girl of your dreams. Let's talk about it. Let's put so le- <laughs> complicated. Let's, yeah. let's dance to it. Let's sing it at the top of our lungs. Yeah, yeah, or like, yeah. yo, I've been mad. Like I've been, I've been here, and Absolutely. and it's like, let's do a, a what's the oh fuck, I, I can't think of another song. S and M, you know S&M, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, or demons. Yeah, or I, demons. I, I've yeah. been in the point where I thought I was at a rock bottom. Right. But like, you know what I mean? And but it's it can like, get worse. Yeah, let's celebrate it. Let's sing it. Let's dance it. Let's feel it. And um, I think that's. I feel the same way, bro. Like it would that. just, it would just, the the set would have to just be so inclusive and, and just so. It, it really what what me and Jesse are trying to do, man, is like we've all been through it, whether we haven't been through the same thing. Right. We've been through it in one way, shape, or form, and we can connect through that and we can celebrate that. You know what I mean? And I yeah. just saw. Um, no matter what it is. Yeah, I, you can still celebrate it if, it, it, like, even if it's negative, you can still celebrate it if you made it past it. Hundred percent, and and that's what it's all about. I just seen, is it Stephen Colbert that does the late night shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just talking about, um, yeah, Stephen Colbert. He was talking about his faith and his comedy, and he was saying, it, uh, he was saying that his comedy kind of ties in with his faith because he doesn't see defeat. You know what I mean? He doesn't look at things as defeat. He looks at thing things as like things you go through and things you have to talk about. And I think that's the way that we approach music. It's Absolutely. like if you've ever had your heart broken, if you've ever been broke, like if you've ever graduated, if you ever got a promotion or something like, you know, these aren't these aren't this isn't the end of your story. This is just something that you need to talk about and yeah. you need to get through until exactly. your next step of your life, man. Exactly. And so I think that uh, my dream performance would be 
to give that to somebody else, whether they're in the front or the back, bro. Yeah. Just to give that to somebody to else. To someone to be like, yeah, I get this. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's fire, bro. We got to make that happen. You guys got to make With that the, happen. Yeah, you guys need to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad, man. I got a little too drunk, man. Um, so now I'm all in my feelings. Hey, man, that's all good, baby. Money, Benny. Hey, we out here. <laughs> hey, this shit got me in my feelings. Hey, yeah. We already did the yay segment, bro, so I can't let you get this one off. <laughs> but so, okay, so um, so let's move into the next one, let's man. Let's jump Spoil to the last bunch. one, man. Let's get out of here. Episode 50, baby. Uh, I'm going to let you go first on this one. I want you to give me a time that you met someone famous. And you know what's crazy is before we started this, you were like, bro, how do you constantly meet all these famous people? I don't understand it. I don't get it, bro. If you were to go into my Instagram DMs, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, man, there's a lot of (laughs) you and I have got had conversations about this and it doesn't make sense to me how like it just kind of goes hand in hand with like how your personality is magnetic. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, make sure you soak this up because yes, I I don't really talk good about you. Fuck on this podcast. (laughs) Episode 50, baby. Episode 50, baby. But but no, like I've seen I've seen you like. The best thing that you can do as an up and coming artist is is skip someone's manager and get directly to them yeah. because then manager doesn't get a pay cut and right. the person is doing it strictly for the art and now you can make a feature cheaper, right? Right. I've seen you done that probably seven or eight times yeah. now. It doesn't make sense yeah. to me. I don't I don't know how I do it I either. I've man. seen you I just text cool. people like I'm not gonna name anybody because yeah. that's corny, but I've seen you text people that are like not maybe like not Drake famous, but like Pretty fucking they probably have people, like gold like on your yes, on your records yeah regular line yeah it's it's kind of like crazy. text messages back and forth yeah like. it's kind of crazy how i live um so i've met a lot of famous people man which you would think we'd have blown up by now but we're on our way baby <laughs> <laughs> uh but one of the people that I, I thought i would share is um i met bam margera when I was probably like, yo, shout out Jackass, yo, quick I, that, That's why I wanted to bring it up because you so, went and saw it. I just seen Jackass Forever. If you're a fan of the Jackass series, I if you're go a fan watch of any of the guys, this. Wild Boys, any of that, it's fucking amazing. It's really, really yeah. good, man. I really can't say too much because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, but uh, I want to go watch it literally after we record this. Shit, <laughs> shit if I do it. Shit, but, if I uh, do it. So I was super young, man, and I was super into skating. And you know what I mean? Now that I think about it, this might not even be about BAM. Right. I was very, very young. And very all I would do is skate. This is all that I used to do was skate, skate, skate. I would try to create my own tricks. I would just nonstop skating, bro. And my grandma texts me and she's like, Bam Mar-, she's like, do you know Bam Margera? And I was like, Yes, I love Bam Margera. She's like, he's at the mall right now. And I was like, stop this. And she's like, why don't you come down here and meet him? I got you a board. And I was like, what the fuck? I go down there. I go up to him. And I'm like, look, Bam, I got this skateboard that says Bam on it. Yo, nice to meet you, man. I'm such a big fan. You've inspired me so much as a youth. And he signed it for me. And he was so cool. You know what I mean? Regardless of what's going on with him now and the jackass thing, it's just... I don't know, man. It's something about connect- it's something about connecting with a younger audience for me that just pulls my heartstrings. You know what I mean? Of course. And uh, and so that will always stick with me, and man. And it's because it leaves a lasting impression. It really like, does. When you're younger, like it just leaves like you're so impressionable. 
Hundred percent. You're like a sponge. How are you? Yeah. How are you supposed to? How could you forget? You know what I mean? Like, how could you right. forget somebody that really like kind of molded you into what you are? Yeah, somebody that molded you into art and then took time out of their day to be like, nice to meet you. Yeah. It's like, holy fuck, bro. That's dope. Yeah. So that was cool. I've always, I'll always hold that to my heart. But another funny one that I, I that I met and uh, I didn't really even come out publicly with this until it, he had had a bunch of sexual allegations against him and he was like canceled and everything. Right. But I had met Ron Jeremy. <laughs> 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 me, me and Scoop, we were. Uh, Shout out Scoop. We were in an airport somewhere, maybe in Vegas or something. Vegas, man. yeah. And um and I was like, bro, that's Ron Jeremy. Don't ask me why I knew who Ron Jeremy was at a we young know, age, man. Shout out to Jack and all. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, if you listen to a couple last episodes ago, you'll know that I spent a lot of time searching, bro. <laughs> so I've seen my man RJ. You know what I mean? And so I go up to him, man, and and uh, th- this this is kind of why I decided not to be a sex star because he didn't. Well, besides the penis small being small. Right. And the not being able to say, last it wasn't, long. It wasn't your choice. Yeah, the penis being small and not lasting long. Which is a perfect choice to, getting to it tell hard. you guys that if you have trouble lasting long, if your yes. wife is is not giving you any play, it's it's because you haven't had a blue chew. Yes. If l- Let me tell you something, fellas. If you take a blue chew, yes. you are going to fuck like a porn star. Listen, if do you remember the boners you had when you were 16 years old? I still got them. Okay, well, I don't. <laughs> But let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you what helps me get those back is blue, blue chewable tablets, bro. If I take a blue chewable tablet, I feel like I'm back in high school and my penis is breaking through the seams of my <laughs> jeans that I'm trying to tuck it into. Look, you get man, what I'm saying? Look, man, blue chew is not like, you know, you, you don't need to get any of these weird gas station alternatives. Don't okay? get the rhino pills, man. It's, they don't work. All right? Don't get a headache. All you got to do is get this blue chew and and you're gonna be up. you're gonna be the one. You're gonna be hitting your shorty like you're a 16 year old fucking guy who's cleaning the pool. You know what like I mean? Like a pool boy. Yes, you're gonna be hitting the puss, dog. <laughs> Hard. Use promo code Bad Apples today yes. to get absolutely nothing zero off of percent your blue off. Chew. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 uh, and show Blue Chew that um, we're that getting you, better at ad reads. And that you and eventually to the they're podcast. Gonna need to yeah, they us. have to. They have to, bro. Um, it's gonna work. Yeah. So I met Ron Jeremy, and I remember I, I tweeted about it on on uh, Twitter, and he retweeted it, and I was like, "Fuck, this low key might be a bad look for me because like he just had a bunch the of allegations." allegations. Yeah. yeah. Man. But so was, what happened? How did you meet him? Like what what happened? So what he was, was a conversation. He like? was, it, there was no conversation. This is why I was like, oh, this guy's an asshole. You know what I mean? Right. I went up to him and I was like, yo, Ron Jeremy, can we get a picture? He was on the phone. That was probably my fault. And uh, he didn't say anything, but me and Aiden just stood next to him and took a picture while he was on the phone. Wait, so you're telling me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yes. So you're telling me you asked this dude if you could get a picture. He didn't respond, and you took it upon yourself to take a picture with him. I said, I'm going to take Basically, what I said is you're going to take a picture with me. Let me tell you. Have you ever seen the, like, videos of, like, Tobey Maguire, yes. Justin Bieber, like, yes. with the paparazzi, like, yes, where they get they, really yes. mad? You're those guys. 100%. But, but you know what's crazy <laughs> is afterwards, when he hung up the phone, he was like, oh, nice to meet you. But I guess it was, it might have been my fault. Yeah. But, uh. But yo, this dude in person, I don't know. It, it has to be the dick size. 
because you know me, I'm the first guy to get to get on here and say I'd fuck this other guy. Would not fuck RJ. Toby Maguire, I probably would. Come on, bro. Andrew Garfield would. The other, what's it, dude? The young, uh, you, you can stop. I got it. I got right, it. We're yeah, gonna move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So for me. <laughs> So Breeze and I always come up with a planner. Not always. Usually yeah. we come up with a planner and like the things that we want to keep secret, we put in our own notes or we just like keep it in our head. That way the other person doesn't see it. So what is Breeze is about to react to is um, is completely organic. Oh, my. You're, pretty much everything. Everything here, is yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. organic. But this one, but I what I mean no is he clue. has no clue what I'm going to say. Yeah. So for me, the person that I met. Oh, God. I went to college with Spicy P. Pascal Siakam. Hold up, dude. So I went to high school. I, I went, went to, to New Mexico. Snail. I went. To <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for those of you that are basketball fans, man, Pascal Siakam, he's like the go-to guy. Him and Fred Van Fleet for the Toronto Raptors. Raptors Shout yeah, out Drake. The, he's the guy on the Raptors. He's, he's the guy. Him and Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. Um, I went to NMSU with him. Shout out New Mexico State. Go Aggies. Go Loa. Uh, fuck the Loa. <laughs> so. Uh, so one day I'm in uh, I'm in the activity center. That's what it's called. It's like our, our rec center for for the yeah. college students. And uh, I'm in there. Me and my boy AJ, we're just hooping, man. Shout out AJ. Child. Um, we're just in there hooping, man. And like, I wasn't I wasn't good enough to be a Division One athlete, but like I was a hooper. Like you were you know, a hooper, I, man. I, could, I, I, could, I can I could attest play. to that. Yeah. And uh, J Rock. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so we're in there and we're getting runs in. And I get a I get a fast break on one of my runs, and I throw down like a pretty hard dunk. Hell yeah! And I didn't know, but to the left of me, off of the court, is some of the NMSU like starting basketball players. Okay, of those is like you know three of them that ended up going to play professional. Two of them are no names. One of them is Spicy Pete. Yeah. So they're not they're not supposed to be there, and we know that. And I know that because okay. AJ used to run practice squad for the women, okay. and and so he would like you know run into them all the time. So they're like on really strict rules. The coaches would always be like, "Yo, you guys are not to be playing basketball like outside of here. You know, if you're gonna have runs, right. let's have it in here. Be monitored. You don't need to be getting hurt. You don't need to be yeah. going up on people that makes sense. have intentions to hurt you or like yeah. trying to prove something that they're yeah. better than you. Whatever. It makes sense. But they were there and they were trying to hoop. So they're like, hey, you guys mind if we get some runs in with you? Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. So I'm like, of course. Yeah. So they they come in, you know, they kind of split up evenly so it's <laughs> so it's fair. And I'm running on a team with spicy P. I would kill myself. Let me tell you something, man. I get a fast break and I'm about to, I'm about to throw one down. Right. Yeah. I go up. I, f I think that I'm throwing down like the hardest dunk. I do like a back grazer, right? Two handed. Yes, yes, yes. So I like touch my back with the basketball, dunk that bitch down. And they're like, yo, okay. Yeah. Like I see you. I see what you. Like, fuck? and they're all way taller than me, bro. They're of like course. six, eight, six, yeah. seven, six, nine. And so, uh, they're like, yo, like I said, I'm six two. So they're like, yo, you got bunnies, bro. Like yeah. you're six two, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So Pascal's like, hey, bro, throw me one off the backboard. No. You threw Pascal in oop. I threw Pascal in oop fuck off up, the fucking backboard. Dude, what the fuck? Let me when I tell you that so I threw it off and this dude windmilled it. No. I was like, I go, I was like, in my head, I was like, 
yeah, I was never meant to be Division <laughs> One. <laughs> like, if this is if this if is the this kind is of news that I hear hooping, like, yeah, yeah no, nah, I was never supposed to be this. Oh my god! But yeah, that's man, crazy. and he he was cool, man. He yeah. was like cool people. We didn't really get to like talk much, but like yeah. we got to hoop, like, and that was cool, man. Like, you Yo, were just you sharing know what, chemistry you know what on I'm the court, do, man. I'm gonna try to get Pascal on this podcast. Just for, I'm gonna use my abilities. To, to, to get, get him, him on, on here, here man. I mean, hey, Pascal, you probably don't remember me, man. I threw I you a oop oop. once. <laughs> yeah, imagine how many people he's received oops from. I, I, you know what's crazy? I don't think that that's a long list. And I, and I think that that list gets crazier and crazier as his trajectory went up. And the fact that you're on that list is kind of dope, man. It's pretty cool, I man. I like that, man. So, yeah, man. Shout out Spicy P, God man. God damn. Shout Stop out Spicy P. Stop doing that fucking spin move, though. It don't work. It's serious. <laughs> Fuck, man. Shout out Spicy P. Shout out the Shout Raptors. Shout out Spicy P, man. Well, shit. Um, you have anything else on the list, man? Nah, man. This episode 50, man. It's It's episode been a great five one. Episode 5-0. Big 5-0. Yes, you have any uh, Apple of the Day? Yes. It's just to... Uh, I know you're feeling inspired. So. Just to learn, love, inspire, man. Live your life like that, man. Learn the I, people of your past, love the people of your present, and inspire the people of the future, man. You know why I love that, man? Because yeah. if you shorten it to, what is it? Learn, love, inspire? Yeah. Learn, love, inspire. It almost sounds like live, laugh, love. And yes. I can see yes, like young white people putting this on their first apartment. Listen, if I see this shit in H&M on a t-shirt, <laughs> motherfuckers are getting sued. <laughs> It's the it's Bad, Bad Apples, Apples Podcast, Podcast, baby. baby. <laughs> it's the Bad, Bad Apples Apple Podcast. Podcast. Man.